Bulgaria edition. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't done one on the road in a while, uh, but Try just took this uh, little baby microphone to Cancun and now it's made its way all the way over to uh, Bulgaria with my Canadian boys, Will Hoey and Jake McNeil. Just a little baby microphone right <laughs> on the road, eh? You know This is the office, so this is what it's like to uh, write a podcast about beach volleyball. Nice to be here. <laughs> yeah. Super excited. We've, we've heard your uh, podcast a couple times, actually, so we're excited to, f- to finally get on. Yeah. yeah. I know that uh, mom listens to it back home yeah. occasionally. That's so awesome. Big shout out, mom. She's a massive <laughs> beach volleyball fan, and uh, so she'll be she'll be fired up to listen in for sure. Yeah. We've had a decent amount of Canadians. We've had um, Heather and Brandy. Well, Brandy we've had on. I don't know if, if Heather's made the cut yet. They're out. She's, it's a pretty slim crew. Because she's not, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's select. <laughs> you know, for M&M shirts only, Will. Um, we had Sa- Sam and Sam, I think, have been on twice. Oh, and uh, Grant and Ben made an appearance. And now we got now we got the big dogs, quite the literally. Yeah. The big dog. Uh, officially 6'10 and a half. That's barefoot. Yeah. Barefoot, yeah. Important <laughs> Yeah. So for our listeners, we've uh, me and Adam have trained against Jake and Will the last... Uh, two days and then so by the time this comes out we've already competed in Bulgaria but uh, this is the day before competition and Adam of course having to be as specific as possible is like well how tall are you barefoot <laughs> barefoot you needed to specify yeah, if it was barefoot or not and then I said what you don't want to know how tall I am barefoot <laughs> he didn't he didn't seem to care as much weirdly enough yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you guys so this is what like week three on like kind of a potentially unlimited road trip for you guys. It's week four. Yeah, week four. This is, yeah. yeah, so we hit up the uh, Cancun bubble. We hit yeah. the third event there. Went there. That was that was really beautiful. It was a, a good event. Tons of good teams. It was pretty cool to just be like walking around and you just see like kind of legends of the sport, like obviously Phil and then like Ali Son just like lounging by the pool or mm-hmm. like walking around. So that was really cool experience to just be able to kind of be there and, and yeah. be a part of that and just learn kind of from that and then we went and trained for two weeks in uh, Florida with our buddy LT so we kind of were got to live the Florida lifestyle a, yeah. a little bit which was pretty cool. how'd you like it uh, I was yeah it was amazing um and then yeah now we caught up here with you so yeah so was that your guys first four-star Cancun uh no so I played I played four-star back in 2018 uh, me and my old partner Liam we went out to uh, Espino, Portugal. Uh, okay. And then that same year, almost qualified in the Vegas four star that was going down. Okay. You and um, Liam again? No, me and uh, Yvonne Reca. Okay. Um, and then. Who took you guys down in Vegas? We lost to Slankovic and Rudel. Okay. Yeah, it was a, yeah, that was a sick game. Real tight game. Okay. That was a hilarious tournament to play at. The sand was just super jumping Dude, to the beach. That was crazy. Did you play in that one too? No, no. I, I played in a few uh, other, other four stars. Yeah. And, have yet to yet to get through one of the yeah. the dangerous four star qualifiers. I've been through three three stars. Though. I've qualified for okay. three three stars. Two with uh, old old player Cam Whelan and okay. one Will and I got through in, in Edmonton. But no, unfortunately, okay. I didn't get to go to uh, Vegas. I had mono at the time. Will and I were supposed to actually oh, go together, but um, then he picked up Ivan. They ended up having a really good really good result. So yeah, it worked out for him. Is that the the same Solank- Solankowitz, Right. Yeah. yeah. Is that the same one who's just like 
eliminating every American team possible. Yeah. That's right. They were just, they were just in Mexico. <laughs> that exact, shit, that they exact played team. good. Yeah, that exact yeah. team actually. Putting yeah. them in the coffin in, in yeah. Mexico, yeah. And then, he, and then he threw his back out, I think, in the third tournament after, oh, after really? that. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, he went, he went, he went down. down. Injury Damn. Because I was watching him play, I think, Phil and Nick. And that serve is insane. Yeah. His, like, hybrid jump. Whatever he's got going yeah, on, yeah. he's a Jeez. he's a baller. We actually one of the best hand setters I've I've yeah. seen in my opinion in the, in the game. Really? Yeah. yeah, we actually got to play him. That's who we played to qualify in Edmonton. Actually, in okay. the second round we played him. Win. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't with Rudolph. He's with the kind of younger Polish guy, okay. but still a good player. And yeah, so that was. So yeah, we you played him quite a few times. Will actually. Yeah. yeah. Is it is it a different Rudolph who's here? Nope. Is it no, the same, same guy. Same, same guy. Yeah. 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 yeah, the Polish guys they'll they'll switch up. Okay. A lot, a lot more often. Okay. Uh, I think partially, I don't know, uh, all the best to Slankovics, and hopefully he can get back on the court soon. Um, but they they uh, they move around partners a, a fair amount. Just okay. Get, uh, experienced players with younger players. Yeah. Uh, share some points, share some insights. It's a it's a good system that seems the way they do it. Yeah. I feel like everyone except like Cantor and Losiak, they've been playing together since they were like 14. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, if it ain't yeah. broke, no, yeah. don't fix it, right? No kidding. <laughs> yeah. So much, much different than... In Canada, kind of like guys, once they get to the end of the line, they more just phase out of the sport. Like yeah. They continue to play a little bit domestically, um, but they're they're done they're done on the road. So it's unfortunate that a lot of points just go to die. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to figure out ways to do that. And some of the some of the guys um, who are at the end of the line, kind of in the program now, um, realize that that's a that's a thing that's going on. So we'll see we'll see how that how that shakes down in the next in the next four years. Yeah. How old are you guys? I'm 26. Yeah, so I just turned 25 May 1st. Oh, man, I didn't realize. You guys are so young. Okay, so you're like... Well, I mean, tough to hear that we're still young when guys like <laughs> Mole and those young Swedish guys are rolling around. Yeah. Well, yeah. dude, it's, well, it's really funny because in the U.S., like, everyone's so old. Well, I think it's like, it's just a different mentality, no right? offense, right. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you look great. Yeah. Yeah. Still does look great. That's true. Um, no, but I just think it's a bit of a different mentality over, like, overseas versus here, yeah. right? Like, yeah, you, I, I always find it funny when I hear the, the USA teams being like, oh, like, this, here's our next young and up-and-coming blocker. And, <laughs> it's or, like 33. Or and he, yeah, he's been, he's done four years of uni and, you know, he's just mm -hmm. played pro indoor, like, two yeah. years and now he's coming out and, uh. It's we we've kind of started to take the same model in Canada just because it's tough to this the like level of maturity I feel like you, that you need to be able to be on the road and yeah. and kind of deal with all these things especially when it's not severely funded like some of these teams overseas where they have you yeah. know four or five coaches with them for a, for a one star or even like um, so I think that it's a decent model but yeah you. you Young in, in Canada and U.S. versus young in yeah. Europe, it's pretty funny how, like, vastly yeah. different it, it can be, right? And I think, yeah. I think a big part, uh, which Jake just kind of touched on, um, with, like, traveling and whatnot, they get in, at least I'm, in the U.S., you have a lot more tournaments around just, like, as a young athlete coming up. Yeah. Um, they might not all be, like, the highest level, but at least, like, you're getting a lot of matches in. Um, where in Europe they do a much better job of getting young athletes meaningful matches. Yeah. Um, so, like, it, like the at, starting at, like, 16... And beyond, like those guys, they're playing in, in serious tournaments with good structure and, yeah. and playing a good system. Um, whereas in, in Canada, at least, like for sure, we don't have that established. And I think you guys, for a lesser degree. Yeah, um, they got the you guys, ABP you guys, just, you guys have a lot more yeah. ABP events where, yeah. where yeah. guys can just um, be amongst the pros and like learn how to ball and like um, come up come up that way. And then that transfers really well over to the FIVB. Yeah. Like a guy like Troy Field just 
pops out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. And like gets like earns his dues on on the AVP and then shows up on the FIVB just ready to go. Right. Whereas in in Canada, a lot of times you send guys to the FIVB to learn how to play. Yeah. So it's that's, just, that's it's like a different like, just, baptism by fire. That, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. That's what it's been. Yep. But um, yeah, it is what it is. You you play the game. You try you to win to, more points. Get yeah. to, you get to you get to travel around the yeah. world playing the sport we love. It's as pretty you sweet. can attest to, it's not a bad it's not a bad gig. Like you just not said, the office is not bad. I mean, not as not as luxurious as you, where you can just sit, you know, right, do your <laughs> yeah. job from here, you know, yeah. big dog. Look at us, normally I just I stack the pillows up, <laughs> and now I'm, <laughs> and then I'm right. writing. Just big dog at us, you know, uh, contract here. Oh, you want me to write something yeah. for you? Yeah, give me the give me the cash, you know. So how are how are you feeling with with this one? This is is this this isn't your first FIV or it is? No. So I played my first one was actually oddly enough a three star. Okay. Because um, I played in. Three Norsecas, or as yeah, as Canadians mm-hmm. pronounce it, Norsica. Mm-hmm. Don't know what the what the proper way to do it's it a is. Hard, it's a hard E. But <laughs> <laughs> so I played in three Norsecas and built up some points. And uh, me and Mike Bogue were able to like sneak into the three star qualifier in China because like no one ever really wants to go to China, and it was like in October, November for a couple reasons. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so I was like, well, we might as well just sign up, see if we get in, and we were like the dead last seed. Um, we beat. A pretty good Israeli team. You guys might have saw them in Cancun. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then we had to beat Japan's ones, and we won, like, a gnarly battle, like, 16-14, the third. Sweet. So we qualified, and I was like, wow. oh, great. And then we got playing defense there? Uh, Boke. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're running we were playing net, side out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing side out and served up. Boke's, his game, it's funny, because, like, his game is way better suited for the international game, because mm. it's a much more power-driven game, and he can dig a hard-driven, mm. but, I mean, I'm not the biggest block, and he's not the fastest guy, so... Mm. You know, if you're ever playing me and Mikey again, you should probably shoot. Love <laughs> <laughs> the cat out of the bag. But we played him. I played him, but uh, he played with. Who was he playing with then? Maybe Tim Brewster. Yeah, usually it's international stuff. Tim and yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys were all kind of switching around. Yeah. For those Norsecas, kind yeah. of for a little bit there last season, right? Or maybe he might have been with. Uh, was he a joiner? He was a joiner. Yeah. He was okay. a joiner, Yeah. And I was, I was weirdly enough playing with Liam, another okay. defender. So, because um, so Big Will hurt himself, so we had two. We were playing them. I think it was. I think it was the uh, semifinal. Or, or uh, sorry, we were playing for bronze, and it was me and Liam, two yeah. defenders against two blockers. Yeah. And we were like, should we just maybe like split up and see what's going to be? But I mean, Liam's a pretty high flyer. He was. Dude. He was still doing well at the net. So. Flies. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, a good player. Yeah. But yeah, we uh we like snuck into that made main draw, which is my first FIVB tournament first main draw ever one for one one for one and then uh i went from china to israel and we started me and tim brewster mm-hmm. were playing we were like the, the double seed. lefty oh yeah dangerous duo. double lefty we were like the four seed in the qualifier ended up going straight into main draw because people didn't show up nice and uh which i mean you guys are sitting in that same spot <laughs> yeah so it's not going wood for you guys um so we ended up like taking fifth and then um me and adam took a bronze in the cook islands Oh yeah, that was, Which was uh, awesome. And Liam and yeah, uh, Alex Russell, Russell were there. They were there. They were saying it was this awesome event, and the guys, everybody there was so nice, and that it was yeah. pretty hilarious. Uh, like just amazing accents and everything. I oh, heard yeah. the refing was pretty funny though. Like, it was well, yeah. it was basically honestly, it felt a lot like a Norseka. Yeah. Like yeah. it was. I mean, the, it was really lax, and yeah. like the rules were like. Ah, <laughs> Um, but they was like one of the prettiest places I've ever seen. Yeah, man, they've been they've been throwing these one stars in some like awesome places. Yeah. Like uh, the 
I'm sure you've been seeing Travis's stories and everything, like the the courts, like you're just playing and you just have this beautiful mountain yeah. in the back in the back there and like super awesome places. I know we I remember we played one in Turkey. We're kind of like okay. uh, like uh, Turkey kind of yeah. thing. Get there, like beautiful venue, really? like super nice hotel. We're staying at this like luxury, like so they they've done a good. Uh, FIV has done a pretty good job of all the one stars that I've been to. Yeah. With, like it being pretty pretty well organized and actually like ended up finding nice pockets in yeah, these countries for sure i think like part of the goal with the one stars with how cheap it is to put it on yeah. is to get it in new places so yeah. it's like kind of funny that my last three fivbs that counted for points have been in countries that are hosting their first fivbs right so i was in tel aviv which was its first fivb cook islands first fivb and then here yeah, it's just trying to expose the expose the sport, I guess, and yeah. get get more people playing, get yeah. more people, more eyes on it worldwide. Which it's can working. Never, it can never be bad for the sport, for sure. Yeah, and so if you look at like the rankings for the men's side, it's like all the top teams in the world are like, like if you're not a beach volleyball fan, you tune in the Olympics, you're like, well, I'm not betting on Norway to win in beach volleyball. <laughs> like, do they even have beaches? That's like, right. it's frozen all the time. It's like, why would I bet on Russia? It's yeah. cold there too. Latvia's freezing Canada all the time. Canada gets that question all the time. <laughs> we got I got that question when we were in Florida twice in the car rental line. It's like, where do you guys play? You don't have beaches. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because like you guys have so many beaches. Like <laughs> I wouldn't say so many, but like there's like, there's enough. We have, we have yeah. coasts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we, have, we got a lot of coasts. Yeah. yeah. That's for damn sure. A lot of it's pretty northern though. We got Lake Ontario, yeah. baby. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> And then of course beautiful British Columbia yeah. has the has the ocean and, and Kitts Beach there, which is just yeah. unbelievable vibe. I've I was heard, kind of, we yeah. were talking to you about yeah. it earlier. And then Nova Scotia's been known to set up a parking lot or two. <laughs> just dump a bunch of sand and let it roll. Um, but yeah. So yeah. We get it done. Well, I mean, what's it like trying to get into beach volleyball in Canada? Because I mean obviously like it doesn't seem like there are an abundance of players to choose from. It's like you always see American players like switching partners all the time. Yeah. yeah. But generally, like, we it's hold just a little like bit a, longer. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's kind of interesting because both Will and I have pretty pretty good stories. I'll let Will go first, but just like of like the two ways that you kind of get into volleyball in Canada. So I'll let Will go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So tell I, his. the way I started was um, like we all, I mean, we, we kind of started the same way. Like every, every Canadian kid until you either like make the decision to stop playing hockey or the decision's made for you. <laughs> um, for me, it was the decision was made for me. Uh, I grew just way too fast. I okay. wasn't able to, to compete anymore. Yeah. Um, so I switched over to volleyball, played indoor for three years because indoor is a big sport in Canada because we just can't play outside for long. Yeah. Um, and then was kind of uh, recruited by one of the provincial team coaches. Um, so I started playing beach volleyball indoors. Okay. Like my first... Five months of beach volleyball was played indoors, like controlled settings, like um, depth perception is easier, and yeah. like, you don't have to deal with the wind, you don't have to deal with the heat. My first ever outdoor beach volleyball tournament was my U19 World Championships trials. Okay. And um, I was playing with a guy that uh, that I hadn't met yet. He was from out west, like needed a, needed a partner as well too. Um, it was like a week after indoor nationals, so like like really hadn't had any time to get ready. My first practice outdoors went abysmally. <laughs> and I just, what is this wind yeah I remember at the end I remember at the end of the practice and we, like we just kind of like sat down with the coach that we had there she was like great well like turn this more like anything else you want to work on and the guy looks at me he's like yeah can we teach this guy to set <laughs> like this is gonna go well like, yeah I'm excited um so it ended up like tournament went okay um I certainly didn't have many skills like I hadn't 
uh, I was in the middle of my whole career. Yeah. So you just kind of put the big pile on in the middle, tell right. him to put his sticks up and yeah. set him a ball or two. Um, so beach, obviously a lot more demanding, but, um, so that's kind of, that's kind of how I got into it. And then from there, just like loved the challenge of it. Yeah. Um, did well in that tournament and, and, uh, was selected to go to BCAN 2 at, at that U19 World Championships. Okay. Um, so went from there and then... Who'd you play with? Liam. Liam, okay. Yeah, so Liam, you guys go way back. Liam was my guy, yeah. Okay. Um, so we, uh, we, had a pretty quick, we had a pretty quick exit. We also, like, tough tournament for us. Um, we had Brill in our pool. We had Irma Cora in our Who pool. Who was Brill playing with? Um, I can't remember, but really, really crafty guy. Okay. They ended up winning that tournament. Oh, okay. And then uh, Martin Irmakora, the young Austrian yeah. guy, he, he, him and his partner finished fourth. And then the uh, the fourth fourth team in our in our pool was uh, Bennett Bird, Riley Mallon. Uh, young, I don't think I don't think either of them play anymore, but uh, American guys, and we dropped them in three. So it was a it okay. was an early exit for us, but we felt that we showed well enough. Yeah. Um, and kind of fell in love with the sport from there. And I say, how was it? I feel like that could have gone two ways. Yeah. Like you could have been was, like, holy shit, this is intimidating, or absolutely. like, wow, this is pretty dang cool. Absolutely. So there is, and there there is a lot of talk about that. Like, um, obviously, like young, like physical blocker. Um, I remember uh, uh, Kane Shalk made an objection, just being like, you're gonna throw this kid into the fire, and like, how is this gonna go? Yeah. Um, like he's either, he's probably gonna hate the sport. <laughs> um, didn't end like. <laughs> I'm not sure how, but I ended up falling in love with it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I know how. The, yeah. The, the sports, the sports, second to none. Right. Um, with the people you get to meet, the the places you get to see, um, and just the, the the commitment you have to make for yourself to, to get better, um, I think is is special. Yeah. So. So Will found his way via hockey. No more hockey. Let's try something else. He said, you had, you had the, the second route. Yeah, the second route, which is obviously, <laughs> so the, first, the beginning of it's the same. So I was also a hockey player, but I was quite a good hockey player. I played AAA growing up, played against a lot of the guys that are actually in the NHL now. I've played against McDavid and, and okay. Meyer and like a lot of the kind of superstar players in the NHL, and I was quite good. And But my sister was an amazing volleyball player, like okay. very, very good. And I think that's kind of the other way in Canada that you okay. – get to play volleyball is you know you have an older sibling that that played or somehow got looped in or you know you'd be super tall like will and fall in love with the game uh but for me i was in a middle school and my my middle school teachers came up to me and said you know like oh i'm your sister's club volleyball coach um like she's amazing you know like i hear you're a pretty good athlete like we want you to come play for the like middle school team yeah i was like i don't play volleyball yeah (laughs) doing that are you kidding me Absolutely not. And she said, okay, but if you make the team, like, you miss a bunch of days of school. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> like, I'll be there. No questions asked. So, so that's why I started playing. I was like, man, this is pretty exciting. So I kind of got yeah. into the club, got into indoor, like Will was saying. And then for beach, they used to, like, my sister would come and watch my hockey games. So I would go to the beach and watch her beach volleyball tournaments on yeah. the weekends. We have, like, a pretty decent, like, OVA circuit back home, like, for kind of younger players. And I was like looking around and seeing kids my age playing. Like, yeah. why am I just sitting here? Like, I'm coming anyways. I'm at right. the beach. Like, I might as well jump in there and start playing. So I called up one of the guys I used to play baseball with, and neither of us had played volleyball, really, except yeah. for, like, in, you know, middle school, high school kind of stuff. And we were like, all right, like, let's, let's try this out. And just yeah. absolutely fell in love with it and just have been in love with it ever since. My sister went and played uh, in college and, and in the States, actually, and I just kind of – Slowly, kind of, it was getting like 
hockey was getting more and more pressure because as you go along and I got a call from like an OHL scout, which is kind of like the thing below the NHL. Okay. And they said, Hey, we kind of are interested in like possibly, um, looking at you as like a future prospect. Like, yeah. um, and so I had to kind of, and they were like, but no more volleyball. Like we can't have you rolling an ankle or like it's two different strength conditioning programs. Mm -hmm. Like all those things, which like when you're investing in an athlete at that young age, like they do it, 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 I guess it's kind of fair, but it makes it a very difficult decision at a really young age. This podcast is also brought to you by our good friends over at Wilson volleyball. You guys know the drill. The AVP plays with Wilson volleyballs. You know why? Because it is the absolute best volleyball in the game. The college game plays with Wilson. Even the German tour is playing with Wilson Volleyball. Wilson is taking over the world, beginning on the Castaway Island with Tom Hanks, and they're not stopping until they get the whole beach volleyball world. So do your part and use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to play with the best beach volleyballs in the world. All right, that is SANDCAST-20. It's almost summer again. Time to get your refill of volleyball. So use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off of all Wilson volleyballs. And now, back to the show. So I was like having to kind of decide between the two, and, and you know, if you ask my dad, he's still not too thrilled about <laughs> the whole thing. But, you know, I was going to U19 Worlds and, and yeah. Youth Olympics. We had like won the, the trials to, to go to those things. Nice. And we actually, me and my beach partner at the time, played um, – your outside hitter from the national team, TJ Del Falco. Okay. And we played them in the finals in Puerto Rico to qualify for, we beat them to go oh, to the Olympics. Dude, that's, that's a good um, win on yeah, the resume not, right now. Not bad now, looking back at it, <laughs> yeah. we, at the time we had no idea who it is, right? But this guy just with the whippiest arm, just yeah. crushing balls. Ranks balls. I mean, we served as partner, but <laughs> <laughs> we still we still got it done. So I had those things going for me. So it was kind of like, at that point, I was like, kind of putting 50% into both things at that point. Yeah. And I, and I knew that I had to kind of make a decision and, and it, that was kind of when it, when I made the switch. And now, you know, sometimes when we watch hockey games, dad still like gets a little on, worked Jake. up about it, but uh, <laughs> he supports me a, a ton now. And yeah. yeah, no, I think it was the right decision for me just because I was so in love with the sport. Like, yeah. So. It is tough to have to give up something like that you're super passionate about though. I mean, that could have been an easy choice. No, it was, it was really like, we sat down, we had a big kind of family meeting and talked it over. And at the end of the day though, I was a very talented hockey player. I didn't love hockey the same way that I love beach volleyball. And my mom was really big and being like, yeah, you go play hockey, you make it whatever, but are you going to put in everything that you need to do to become an NHL player anyways, if you don't love the game? Like, probably not. Right. Like I'll, I love spending every minute at the beach, like, and like all the other small stuff that you have to do that maybe isn't as fun, you know, the conditionings, the workouts and stuff, it makes it worth it just because of how much I love to be on the beach and play. Right. So I think at the end of the day, it was a very difficult decision, but I think it was, it was the right one. I have like no regrets looking back. So, yeah. So I think like we were kind of talking about this at dinner, but the kind of the process of like climbing the ladder in different federations is so different. Yeah. So you guys have been in the system since like U19s. That's when we played our kind of first, yeah, yeah. Okay. Our first events. But they actually, we have an interesting system, kind of similar to your guys' system on the Norseca tour. Yeah. Um, but you have to kind of win your way onto the Norseca tour here in Canada, which is a great system in terms of it gives everybody an opportunity yeah. to make it. But it also is tough when you're asking 17, 18, 19 year olds to beat your top, you know, 
right. your third or your third or fourth team yeah. that's 25, 26, 27. And because we didn't have a ton of teams when we were younger playing uh, like actual like world tour events, like we had a few really good ones, but we kind of got to a point where we were like, what do we, what do we do like now kind of? So we yeah. had to find some creative ways to kind of get international experience to get right. better for ourselves. I actually was talking to Adam about this earlier where I played seaside and and big shots and kind of and that's what the route me and my partner took because we were like how are we going to learn how to play internationally without having the opportunity to play internationally because now it's a really good system they have these one stars and everything but back then it that wasn't really the case right there was like the what were they called little grand slams and opens or whatever so it was pretty tough to get on so it was really an interesting pathway that you're talking about so yeah what is the Nor the North Seeker qualifying system for you guys? So, so we just like we host a few tournaments a year, um, spaced out. One's normally in February, one's beginning of the summer, and then one's in uh, September area. Okay. Um, and so if you like, it's just a it's just a in house tournament. Yeah. Um, and if you win, if you win or you come second, then uh, you get to, you get the right to go, and then they kind of they play out the third, fourth, and fifth game just because. Um, so if you, I'm not sure if the Americans have the same system, but if you don't get a fifth or better, um, or average a fifth or better over your events, then they drop you off and they pull oh, up the next interesting. team. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's, it's a lot of pressure to go to that Norseca as well too and, and perform. Yeah. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So you, uh, so if you, if you lose your, if you lose your quarterfinal, you're in a, you're in a tough spot. Like if there's three events in a row, back to back to back, yeah. they let you hold on to it for those three. Okay. But if you like once again, if you're not averaging a fifth or better, then yeah. then you're kind of dropped off. Okay. Damn. So ours is a little different because we usually, if there's, say two or three Norsecas like kind of, within a close mm-hmm. date, mm-hmm. then we'll have one qualifying tournament that'll qualify you for, for all, all three. Them. Yeah. But we'll play out through all the places because what happens in the U.S. is that, like Norsecas are expensive. They don't pay out well. They're generally terrible tournaments to go to like they, they run really bad you never know what you're getting yeah. mm-hmm. and um so guys just won't go so like the first one that i went to in martinique which i think ivan was there it was where i met you with were you there yeah in martinique okay yeah yeah, yeah um well, and was, that was the one that the beach flooded right so the beach flooded where like the venue was supposed to be and then it got moved to a club med yeah and then they had to like cut down we a tree were in like the, the middle of the forest <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so that listeners is what Norseca is like just like random stuff like that i didn't know why we were there that's, i didn't that's know the beach flooded the so they were like that's so that's why we were playing inland was because like the the huh. tide had rose and it was all messed up okay um so like the facilities got a lot better because obviously like staying at club med like, i was like this was, is a Norseca. this is amazing that was my first Norseca too so i rocked up and was like this is the best this is like, awesome yeah, this, this is like, accommodation yeah. unreal and then um but then walking over to the courts and watching them like cut down a tree to like yeah. put the courts up. Was like, <laughs> okay, like, it was amazing. Sure. Oh, good North yeah. yeah, but so I didn't even have to qualify for that because so Ben Vaught called me and he was like, "Hey, um, Brandon can't come. Can you sub in for and him?" Now they're lefty. You love going yeah. You guys we, love we the lefty lefty. lefty yeah, man. my yeah. first international tournament was lefty lefty. There you go. And um, you guys came so, second there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we lost to. Uh, it's funny because we played Puerto Rico first round of pool and beat him, and then saw him in the finals and lost to him in the one that that mattered and then the same thing happened to me in Mexico I played uh, the Mexican team that took a set off Anders and Christian we beat them in pool play lost in the finals Uh, so why do you why do you think that is that uh, it's tough to beat the same team twice in a tournament because that's that's a common thing that that happens it's a good question 
Yeah, um, it happened just in Mexico as well. Italy beat uh, Qatar, and then Qatar came back and beat yeah. them later. Like, that's happened quite often, actually. Yeah, and then it was funny because we were setting up to do the same thing in Bonaire because mm-hmm. we beat Rubio and Gasciola first round of pool, which is a tough that's a first good win. round of pool. That's a good yeah. Win, yeah. yeah, that's a hard one. And then we were we were setting up to play them just the way the bracket was working out to play them in the finals, and we lost 15-13 the third to Chris Austin and Chris Johnson, who you guys saw in the Van Open. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like, damn it, I would have loved another shot at them. I was like, I can't go three Norsecas winning in pool losing in the finals. That would have been, yeah, that's, that's, inter- that's, that's very interesting. Yeah. I don't know why that, that happens, though, because it is yeah. hard to beat a team two times, three times in a row. Yeah. Because uh, I, don't, I don't know why, but it just kind of is. I think yeah. it's, uh, it's like partially something to do with, um, in my opinion, like they, one, they have your number. Yeah. Because like, we're all here thinking that we're going to win and that we're better teams. Yeah. So you get beat, you get a chance of redemption. It's like, all right, like you're done. Yeah. Um, but then the second thing I think as well too is, is about like tactical decision-making like changes. Yeah. Um, so obviously with a loss, you probably might look at that game a little bit more critically being like, Oh, like these are the small things right. that we could have done. So unless like a team is like dominant, um, I think that that's a, I think in my opinion, that's just one of the, one of the things at play. Yeah. And it was crazy because in Mexico, we really shouldn't have won that pool play match because they, so we were way behind. So have you guys played the La Paz? Yeah, you I see? did. I played in La Paz. It's awesome. Uh, beautiful. Like, and one that's of the what, coolest that is ones. what I'll say about the Narcica is, is it has gotten a lot better. Yeah. Like as it goes along, like yeah. our, Edregate actually took it over, like kind of has taken it over some of the directing to it. And okay. So the past few years it has improved a lot, I would yeah. say, I think. And the level too, you get these Nicaragua oh, yeah. and Guatemala. It's getting good. The, the sport itself is, is improving in, in a lot of these countries, so I think it's, that was cool, but sorry, yeah, you were saying. Yeah, well, the La Paz one's awesome because that town like shuts down for that event. Yeah. You get like thousands of fans, there's like an opening ceremony. It's like you feel like you're playing a really professional tournament. Oh, they love it. Um, but so the opening ceremony, we were told like delayed the matches by a couple hours, and we're like, okay, cool, like we'll just hang out. And then we were like sitting in the tent, and we were hearing these like uh, USA team USA, like you're up. <laughs> you're like, oh man, like we were just told we were gonna play two hours from now, yeah. and so we like run over, didn't warm up for one minute. And just like stepped onto like stadium court like nine o'clock at night Time against to the top seeded Mexican team. Yeah. And we ended up beating them in a three in like a that's really good. fun that's match. That's a big win. That's a good team. Yeah. yeah. It was funny because we were down eight four in the third, and Kyle. I was playing with Kyle Friend, and he scored eight straight points by himself. Wow. Jeez. We went from down eight four to up twelve eight. And I didn't do anything. Just <laughs> it was awesome. Well, it just kind of shows you how good American volleyball and how deep it is just from the AVP and everything. Though, yeah. like, that team there literally got a second in a four-star at Doha. Like, that's yeah. a legit team that he's yeah. talking about yeah. right there. So, yeah. that's yeah, that's, and, and that's like, a big win, man. And like yeah. we were talking about it at dinner, one of the most admirable things about the American players is how much you guys believe in yourselves. Yeah. Like, to, like can it be to a fault? Like, if it is, you guys do it. <laughs> yeah. um, but if if not, you you ride it well. But no, yeah, because like what I mean, what other choice do you have? Yeah, no. Like if you don't, like we're not out. If you don't, one star. Why, yeah, like, what are we doing? But if you, if you don't, why are you here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But where so where do you guys stand like in the Canadian rankings? Because I feel like like I've seen both your names like for a while. I think this is the first tournament I ever played like with you guys as a team. But you've been like knocking on the door for a while. Yeah, so it's been pretty interesting. We I would say we're like. In terms of FIVB points, we were probably 
we, we are anywhere between, like, we're usually flipping between four and five. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where we've consistently been. We've been, we've had really great games and we've had big wins against, like, top Canadian teams, but um, we've never been able to, like, kind of pass them in points, like, um, your Sam and Sam, Ben and Grant and, and Nesbaum and uh, Platinga have been, like, kind of third for a bit. And they, yeah. we've been close with, in points with uh, Platinga and, and, uh, Nesbaum for a bit, and we, we had a few uh, at home. We've had a few good wins over them, and yeah. they unfortunately just took us out in, in Mexico. They played a really good game, but that's kind of where we sit is in the 3-4-5 uh, range and then on points 4-5 range, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not enough to win at home. Yeah. Um, you gotta bring you got to bring your game on the road, um, and not something that we've, we've really mastered yet. Um, Always like you always you always kind of face run into something at, at a tournament. Um, that's a beautiful thing that I think is so important in this sport too. Is that yeah. like you have to go in and Norseka teaches you that. Oh yeah. Like it, things are not gonna go right. Like, <laughs> no. So you you go the like our technical director always says that it's like so you go to Norseka and you learn that this tournament is gonna be a nightmare in at yeah. least a couple ways. So how are you gonna how are you gonna deal with it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so just for whatever reasons, um, always, I, th- I don't feel we've ever lost matches for the same reasons. Yeah. Um, always kind of like something will always, um, go a different way, but we, we got to just getting better at, at taking our game on the road. Yeah. And we're, yeah, I think to be fair to us as well, uh, we, we started, we started playing very, very well and then, uh, Will broke his foot. So I actually had to go and play Norseekas. That's when I played Norseekas with Liam. Okay. And uh, we picked up a third when we played, uh, I think it was Bogan Joiner. And then uh, picked up a second with uh, Simone Fecteboutin. Nice. We actually played Kane. And, he's uh, good. Yeah. I don't see him play too much, but... He's a like, full-time teacher as well. So okay. he's kind of one of our veteran uh, okay. veteran ballers out there. And uh, so and then, yeah, we lost to Kane and uh, Case Bear in the finals. That was okay. really fun exciting. Uh a lot of testosterone in that game, <laughs> and then um, so that was that was good. Really good team. They played great. Came's amazing, amazing player. And then uh, yeah, and then we kind of Will was coming back. We were, were getting really jacked up, and then he had to unfortunately get shoulder surgery. Yeah. So we got to go and play two tournaments right before the FIB got canceled. We went and played uh, a tournament in New Zealand where okay. we put together a third on their national tour. And then we played like the pre-FIVB in Australia. There was going to be okay. a three-star in Australia. Yeah, yeah. And it got canceled. But tons of good teams. And we actually got a third there. So we were playing really, really good volleyball. And uh, we beat uh, Matral and Hausner. Nice. We, like had some pretty good results They're having in, a good in stretch. Mexico. Good stretch. Played some really good volleyball, beat some really good Aussie teams, and uh, so I just feel like you know we're just kind of waiting for our our big breakout, and then, yeah, and uh, yeah, we're really excited to kind of be here and and start start the grind all over again after taking a year and a half pause okay. button, and that's kind of for everybody though, but yeah, yeah, just excited to be able to compete again. That's a some serious adversity, Will. You have foot, shoulder, yeah, COVID, foot, foot, <laughs> foot shoulder, COVID. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then so like, kind of at the beginning of my career. So I started that U nineteen was in twenty twelve. Yeah. Um, and then I always considered myself a beach player, but I'd go to uh, I'd go back to indoor at university. Yeah. And then, two three years I like ended up doing my knee. Um, okay. So I missed three beach seasons. Um, so that was that was a big thing, like kind of tough because like, um, we always like we had our like our young kind of like provincial team group who came up like so Jake myself Sergey. Um, Gabe, Liam, 
Mm-hmm. Um, those kind of guys. Like we all we all trained together a bunch, like growing up. And then I was just on the sidelines watching all them like get better, get matches, get experience oh, for three years. So tough. Um, so it was and like miss a lot of like like I said meaningful matches um, and just like learning those things. So I've definitely had my fair share of uh, of injuries, yeah. But um, it always it always gives you a new appreciation for the sport when you yeah. come back. Um, and I, I still keep coming back. Yeah. So there's there's nothing else I'd, I'd rather be doing at the yeah. moment. Well, how's your body feeling now? Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shoulder shoulder uh, shoulder rehab was was interesting because um, like I didn't I didn't have any like there was no pain so I didn't realize my shoulder was as messed up as it was. Yeah. Um, but I was advised by my doctors to to get it fixed. Um, so like not just like coming like walking into surgery and like being fine and then like coming out and you can't fine. move your arm <laughs> for two months like Jeez. awesome sweet um and that was tough too because like you so I, in my mind i was like okay like fine my shoulders all wrapped up like i'm gonna uh work out like jack up my legs uh get my vertical going yeah like, do a bunch of agility work and then um kind of found out afterwards like it's like starting into recovery when like i'm pushing my strength coaches being like hey like what can i do yeah like, give me something I'm going nuts <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're just like, yeah, like you can't do anything. Like you can't run, you can't jump, you can't, like I, I would, I'd go to the, I'd go to the school by my house and just like mash balls lefty at a wall. Yeah. And then like, just like in my own, like just put music on just in my own head. At one point I just like, like turned around and picked up the ball and punted it as hard as I could. <laughs> and my shoulder lit up. Oh, I was like, no. I can't even kick a volleyball. Like, <laughs> like so, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been tough. Yeah. Um, but once again, here now and no place I'd rather be. Yeah. And you guys are, uh, you're going to be in that place for a long time. So you started in Cancun, two weeks in Florida, week in Bulgaria, and then where are you going after this? We don't know. Cause, cause, <laughs> that's, a good, as, that's a good question. <laughs> once again, as this is recorded, we are not sure where we're going next. Uh, Road dogs, we'll, I love we'll it. We'll be somewhere. Yes, we, we, have, we, have, we have currently no exit flight. When we rocked up to the country, they are just like, you have your exit flight? We're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no problem. Um, so either we'll stay here and wait out till the next one. Okay. Um, or we've... Uh, we might we've we've sent a message to the uh, to the AVP so we can get to that AVP next in Louisiana, in New Orleans. Okay. Um, in which case we would uh, we'd rip back to Florida and go go back to uh, train with LT Truman and B Volley. Uh, they hosted us for two weeks. It was it was great work. Yeah. Um, really learned a lot and, de- and developed our game there. Um, or potentially just head back home, which, which isn't a, a absolute heartbreaker. Yeah. Isn't, yeah. isn't the ideal situation. Cause, uh, yeah, it's not Canada's quite locked down right now. We're practicing inside. It's like 30 degrees outside there right now. And I'm getting messages that they're still in side training at Downs you, know, which is our like indoor facility, beautiful facility. Again, when you're in the winter and there's nowhere else you can go, it's one thing to kind of motivate yourself right. to train in there. But when it's 30 degrees outside and you easily could be... For American listeners, yeah, not sorry. Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is, this is like 90, 95 This degrees. is nice yeah. weather. Yeah. This is nice weather we're talking. Sorry. I yeah. like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just like, yeah, they're just still training inside. So that's kind of where we're at right now. And that's why we're kind of a, a little bit even... I mean, beach volleyball, you have to kind of be able to roll with the punches. Yeah. So it says, because, you know, you're never on as much of a 
fixated schedule as maybe you would like or yeah. or but yeah this is even more extreme just because with covid it's become even more of a like thing like we're already traveling we're already you know alone in these in these countries and and then to throw on top of it now it's hey do you have your covid test hey right. make sure you're negative oh if you test positive do you're you gonna have be your stuck <laughs> you have your pink sticker like exactly. is it on the left or the right side of the car <laughs> yeah. that's important yeah. Yeah. did um, you have your test 72 hours ago or yeah. was it 84 was it because it was 80 yeah when it was 84 <laughs> man you might as well just go home now because you ain't playing like it's yeah. bizarre man yeah. did you guys have some obstacles because from because Brandy was in Hermosa, but she was saying that you can't come back from Europe or South America into the U.S. if you don't have an American passport. So there's Is that some, a real thing? There's some countries... So, like, Brazil's had a tough time with the pandemic. Yeah. Um, so, you can't... As a non-American, you cannot enter the U.S. from Brazil. From Brazil. So, okay. So, so, Brandy would be able to go back, but Heather would have not been able to. Okay. Um, so, that's why... Like, Cancun was, was fortunate for them that they were... Out of the out of Brazil for two and a half three weeks. Okay, and it was just like sweet, no problem. Rip over to the U.S., have a training camp, and then go, go try and, and there are some win some tournaments in, out in Europe. In yeah. Europe, that are the same though. That yeah, you can't. I know we had a friend that was staying near LT, and he was in Germany, and he had to wait two weeks. Okay, before he was allowed to go from Germany to U.S. So it is a thing. I think that. Um, Bulgaria is not on that list from what okay. I understand, though. So we should be yeah. able. There's to... There's no COVID. Here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean. It was, gosh, owner was cracking me up. Yeah. He was like, I get the vaccine, then I get the corona. But that's a, like, I mean, it's tough for anyone to travel, but I feel like the Canadians, you guys have it tough to just figure out a schedule. Because then you were originally going to go to Prague, yep. uh, the two star, which yep. is right after this one star, um, which is what me and Adam were planning on doing. Yeah. Um, but because you guys couldn't go back to Canada, you couldn't get your visas we for Sochi. Our, we couldn't get our Russian visas in time because we were going to have to send our passports back to our federation. And they, they were being great about, you know, we'll go and get it for you and everything, which was awesome. But they didn't realize that we needed our passports back before coming to Sofia. So it came yeah. down to kind of us having to having to kind of choose between, you know, the two and not knowing where we were going to be on the list and, you know, what what kind of other obstacles they were going to be. Yeah, yeah. made it an interesting... But yeah, that's that's kind of what we were talking about earlier. That's the that's the beach volleyball life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. As, you were, as you were saying, like, um, for us North Americans, like, Cancun was a treat because it's, yeah. it's a three-hour so flight. So close. And, or four, whatever, a couple flights. Yeah. Um, but, like, you're in the same time zone pretty yeah. much. Um, not really too crazy a travel day and not that expensive. Whereas yeah. uh, most other times we leave, we... You leave for a month or two, or you get on the road, um, and then you're 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 bouncing around different spots. And with you guys, like you guys have a lot of tournaments at home. Yeah. So it's just like if if you're not playing a stretch of the international calendar, it's like okay, like I can either go play ABPs, ABP next, CBBAs, yeah, and 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 and. and. Um, so you get you can still get a bunch of, of matches in, whereas is back home we just don't have that list of list of events. Like there's a few highlights throughout the year. Um, like Quebec runs a, a couple of good tournaments. Uh, Vancouver Open is obviously a, a highlight, in my yeah. opinion, for any beach volleyball player. Yeah, yeah, anybody, um, anybody then, in the states. Yeah, I know Riley and uh, Madison did a video yeah. on Vancouver Open. They loved yeah, it. They and did a great job. Everybody that. that's come down from America, they they're doing an amazing job out there. Getting, I don't know when it'll be back, unfortunately, because of COVID. But when it does, if you're a beach volleyball player and 
and you 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 love beach volleyball. It's an unbelievable place to play. The community there is unbelievable. The people that run it are are incredible. Even just the locals, you know, on the mics are hilarious, yeah. and the whole thing is just an unbelievable experience. So yeah, we love to see a few more top American teams come over, and and even you know, like we talked about earlier, so many good American teams that we yeah. we'd love to see some down there. And, and the Van Open, it's a bucket lister on a lot of people's yeah. uh, lists. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like right up there with like a Seaside, yeah. a Wapaka. Mm-hmm. Have you guys, what have you guys played of like those big ones? I know you mentioned Seaside. Yeah, Seaside and uh, the Atlantic City Big Shots. Oh, big I Shots, played. yeah. I played Pottstown, which was okay. a lot of fun. Then the little grass. You're probably action. nasty on grass. It was it was fun. Yeah, we had a good we had a good run. We lost to uh, Chase Buttinger's brother Duncan and, okay. and some Brazilian guy. Um, good team. Yeah, it was a good team, but we had a good run. It was either we either got fifth or we lost in the semi, something like that. Yeah. And um, it was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of games. I don't know yeah. if my body like was functioning the next few days, but um, yeah, no, and that, I've always loved those those tournaments in in the states there's just it's just such good volleyball it's just yeah. so many good players like we talked about and yeah good money and, yeah. yeah Pottstown is i think it's two weeks before Stad this year 70 grand wow prize money yeah it's quite the purse it's like huh and, well grass yeah. it's gonna bang me up but that's a lot that's, that's, that's an that's AVP. A lot of dough, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's an avp is worth the prize money for grass so are you, are you where are you trying to, are you going to play Stad? you doing we're signed up and what we're thinking is that We'll probably get in because I don't think that Phil and Nick will travel for one more tournament than needed. No. Um, so, and we only need one team not to play for me and Adam to get into the country quota, no, which right. is which is how we got into Sochi. Right. Um, and actually, Bill Kalinsky just dropped out of Sochi. Oh yeah. Um, so now we just have can't we just have to play one in the country quota instead of two, which is nice. But yeah, That's so we're true. thinking that because uh, Casey Patterson he's dinged up, so he's not signing up for tournaments and. Kalinsky's dinged up, so he's not signing up, and we don't think Phil and Nick will travel. And I'm hoping, since it's after the Olympic qualification period, that either Jake and Taylor might be like, well, let's just rest up, or try and Trevor, like, if they don't make it, they're like, we're pretty bummed. Yeah. Mm. So maybe just, we'll just be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> just well, speak into existence. Well, it's always, you always scroll to the, like, as you're going through the qualification list, or entry list, you, yeah. you scroll to the bottom, and you know you're going to see at least like six, seven, eight, American nine, teams. ten American teams. Yeah. yeah. You guys are well. I mean, at the same time, for good reason. Like, you guys having those having those three four teams at the top of the tournaments. It's just like okay, like how am I going to get in? All of a sudden, we're in Bulgaria, baby. Let's go. So it's like you got to take you got to take the the chances on those. So I, yeah. I, I'll I'll doubt that you'll be the the only one, but we definitely won't be the only one. But I think we'll at least be country quota. Yes. Um, which at this point, like, have you if, been to Switzerland? No, oh, and everyone, so beautiful, like, literally man. everyone so we've had there. on this podcast, yeah. it's like, what's your favorite tournament? And it's an immediate Stad. Yeah. It's unanimous. Yeah, I've never been to Stad, but I've been to Switzerland uh, twice now, and man, it was unbelievable yeah. there. Yeah, I've heard it's yeah. beautiful. So beautiful. So, are you guys signed up for that one? We're uh, we're not. We're not yet. We haven't looked at the the late uh, part of like after the Olympics. We haven't okay. uh, even thought about thought about those ones yet. But I mean, it's yeah, it's definitely. Uh, a bucket lister it seems yeah. it seems pretty incredible and like you're saying yeah so if we if we get enough points and we get the opportunity i think we would, would love to do it i think yeah switzerland's probably like my second or third favorite spot of it i've ever played so, yeah 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 because me and this is like the first year that i've ever like had like an actual just like a steady partner because mm-hmm. me and adam we got that third in the cook islands and we were just looking at the international points we we're like well 
me and you are like kind of there's a, a certain tier and then me and Adam were like kind of the highest of the next tier. Right. Like, well, we don't know anything that the AVP is doing. So we're the best bet to play internationally. Mm-hmm. And so we just like, we signed up for every single tournament as soon as the registration list came out and we were like, let's just run it off. Yeah. And so, I mean, and we're hearing that there won't be an AVP until after the Olympics anyway. So we're like, all right, well, let's just this is your time. Punch that passport. (laughs) So how did you how did you prepare? So like obviously like the last year has been wacky. So like, but at the same time, I was most curious coming out of the of the pandemic to see what changes teams made to their games. Yeah, because like you have a year of like maybe some guys took some time off, like respect the family, respect the body, like take care of the other important parts of your life. Yeah. but curious to see like how many people were going to make adjustments in their game. Yeah. So what did you did you use that that time to do things like that, or was there things you wanted to work on? Yeah. You, well, you so that? we so it was California was not all that different from Canada for a while, and that like we were really locked down. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had literally a, a standing army in Hermosa Beach. Like every public beach access had two cops standing by it, and they're like, you can't you can't go on the beach. So Damn. me and Delaney, we just like. Learned how to backpack and went backpacking like every other weekend, for, like three or four days at a time. And uh, but once the beaches were back open, and then we we also have our own little um, kind of outdoor area where we built a gym, and so we just like lifted a ton, got outside a bunch, like peppered all the time, went to the park and just like got a bunch of touches. And then as soon as the beaches were open again, we just like started training all the time. And everybody else was just sitting out because everybody's like, well, we don't know what events we have. And me and Delaney were like, well, we're looking to work our way up, so we might as well just make these jumps while everyone else is sitting out. So we trained all the time, and Delaney's, she's still just kind of waiting for her shot. Um, But yeah, so we just trained a ton. And Adam is always, he's always rearing to go. Yeah, Yeah, he's Um, an awesome dude, man. Yeah, Yeah. like 45 going on 32. Just incredible. Yeah, I think he's trying to get. Is he trying to get in right now? I don't know. I don't know, but I got a piece so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can, uh, we'll wrap it up in a minute. Um, So you guys, uh, we start the qualifier tomorrow. We still don't know where we're seated, but we got our pink sticker, so we're good to go. Yeah, we got the (laughs) A-OK. We're going to be playing. Yeah. Who knows against who or... Or how many games or how yep. many rounds, but we'll be in there. We'll supposed be to be battling. good and rainy for us tomorrow. We had this like picture perfect day, and then tomorrow's supposed to be like fifty and rainy. So, but that's beach. That's, that's life. it. That's life. Playing outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I going to packing a bag for Cancun in Florida, I didn't think I'd need some tights, but I'm happy I threw some in there. Yeah, it's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> You're a veteran now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you learn a thing or two. Yeah. Well, boys, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate uh, good training the last couple days. Yeah. And I uh, appreciate Thanks. you boys coming on. And Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, we'll see you boys in the finals. Let's go. Let's go now. <laughs>